Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Karen Levitt is the founder of Live Chat Factory, a service that provides live chat on websites, Messenger, WhatsApp, etc., and also telephone answering. As well as general business networks, Karen has found it useful to join networks that her clients belong to as well. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Karen. Oh, it's a pleasure, Liz, and it's lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Now, you're the founder of the Live Chat Factory. Is this an area that you've worked in for a while and and how did you get into it? So, yes, it is actually because um, at Live Chat Factory, we're all about customer service. Mm -hmm. And I've worked in and around customer service from really my first job when I was at school. And that was actually in the local chippy. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, what uh, I loved was, you know, being ahead of the game and making sure everybody um, got everything they needed. And I was very busy. I think it comes from being the eldest of five Mm. (laughs) and wanting to look after people. And so, really, I've always been in customer service. And do you think that was a really worthwhile experience you know, as, as, a, as a youngster working in a chip shop? Absolutely. Yeah, it taught me a really good work ethic. And what I found about myself was um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed people liking what I did, giving me that praise. Mm. Um, you know, so I, I say the chippy, and I say that because it was round the corner from us. It was a kind of a safe place, if you like. Yeah. Um, I was only 14. Uh, but what I loved was that they went back to my parents and said, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. You know, she's a really hard worker. And that, you know, excelled me. That that made me do more, you know, and I wanted to please them. And I think I look at that as, you know, as part of when I'm, look, you know, my advisors, I make sure that if they're doing a good job, and only when they're doing a good job, <laughs> that I make sure to tell them yeah. and, you know, give them that praise yeah I think that's so important for people's motivation isn't it I think so it certainly motivated me and it it, I come my parents were both really hard working anyway and as the as I say the eldest of five I had to sort of pitch in Mm. so I but I found I enjoyed it I like hard work I like getting on with things and having things to do and projects and so it's it, yeah, customer service is ideal for me. I think. <laughs> yeah. So what was what was the next step on your career ladder after the chip shop? So I had a work out. I'm from the north, as you can probably tell, and I did a couple of jobs in the north. One being in a factory, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was a, an underwear factory. So really, Liz, I used to sit in saw knickers. <laughs> I lasted about two weeks <laughs> and went home to my mother and went, ah, oh, this isn't for me. This is dreadful and uh, I can't do this. So then I got into the advertising industry. Mm. I got a job. I got, um, and it really was really at the bottom rung. You know, yeah. I was doing some collating and uh, some helping in the printing press um, and then moved down south. Yeah. A couple few few years later, moved down south and got a job in, um, started work with advertising agencies. So it was um, FCB to begin with. 
and then went on to others. And from there, sort of worked myself up, always in a customer service role. Mm. After sorry, once I once I got to London, um, I started being more front facing, dealing with clients, um, or you know, talking to clients. Mm-hmm. And um, so I found that that area I really excelled in. And so luckily, so did my managers. So they promoted me in that. I became Mm. um, part of, got onto projects that uh, dealt with contacting um, clients, selling to clients. And I found I had a natural flair. So that's the the route I took until I got a job at which after I had my children. Mm and which consumer organization and I literally got a part-time job because I was um doing some photography as well on the side it was just something I'd got into when I had my children and um found I loved it I loved again the customer help you know supporting people who had complaints about their fridges or Mm. they bought something they weren't sure about and um I became um you know, visible in the team. So I got promoted quite easily, became a manager. So what had become a sort of a a, a stopgap became a real career path for Mm. me. Um, And which were very good to me. You know, they identified that I was somebody they could support and they took me on a great journey. And I ended up doing some fantastic projects for them, one, one of which was introducing live chat to uh-huh. uh, which, uh, which I did several years ago, and uh, it started in the legal service. Um, it became a success. It was a real su- success, um, and we then promoted it, or I delivered it all across of which, which um, across all their divisions. And as far as I know, it's still there, the same model. So I'm quite proud of that. Yeah. So what made you want to go out on your own and start up your own business? So I was working at Witch in Hartford and um, they decided to sell the Hartford base Mm. uh, and move to Bristol. Uh, Bristol wasn't an option for me. Mm. So while I was happy helping transition the business over to Bristol, had some great times in Bristol. It was lovely. Um, we got a great team in place. Um, I decided that, no, you know, we needed to part waves. Um, mm. Part ways, sorry. Um, so um, that's what I did. But I'd always had this idea from the first moment I'd used live chat of what a fantastic tool this is. What yeah. great, you know, it's, it's great to get in touch with people and people love it and it's so easy and it's so obvious to me you know Mm. it was just like a light bulb moment what a great way to uh, connect so I'd always had this idea and I'd always had the name from the idea and Mm. the idea was I was could help businesses um, with their communication and add live chat and start chatting and I actually had the name now the name came from two places the fact that I lived in the north and loved the factories, loved mm. what they became, you know, the wine bars, the apartments, and working in one initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also liked um, the ethos of um, Andy Warhol, you know, his, his factory um, mm-hmm. work, for, you know, art for all. And that's kind of all fell in with my values and my what I wanted for, for my business. You know, I wanted it to be, 
um, really supportive, full of value for the person that I was giving support to and mm-hmm. this help. And all my advisors, you know, wanting to, I wanted to make sure that they were in a great environment, that I was looking for people from diverse backgrounds, that they all brought their expertise to this. So we all worked as a group. Mm. So Live Chat Factory, that's how it began. And tell me how Live Chat actually works. So somebody arrives on a website, what happens next? So if it's a good live chat, which ours is for our clients, <laughs> um, they would arrive on a website. In most cases, you're asked for your name, your email address and your question. Now, the reason for that is because a, it's nice to have a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, an email address is in case we lose you. Yeah. And we need to get back to you. And the question is, so the advisor on the other end can be ready and sort of have an idea of, ha, this is how I can support this person. Mm-hmm. This is how I can help them. The next thing is you go to to chat. You should be welcomed, mm-hmm. um, usually within 20 seconds. Um, hello, and with your name, I'm reading your question. Please give me a moment. And then there's some kind of response. Mm-hmm. And that's as simple as that. And it can last um, for seconds, <laughs> literally, or it can last for minutes and mm-hmm. in sometimes days. <laughs> and I know this that sounds strange, but it, the to and froing can last for so, some time. And who do you do this for? Who? What kind of clients do you have? So my clients tend to be in the service industries. So I have uh, beauty industries, um, food industry, um, with creatives, as in auction houses, Mm. which is really interesting. And um, as I'm just trying to think, trainers, we have, um, when I say service industry, so we have people like, design uh, and window film so they do big projects like bomb blast mitigation um big design uh, murals for Mm. schools and businesses so those type of people and I guess really what it boils down to is if your customers have questions Mm. so that's the type of people who we can really help now that's quite a diverse array of, of industries how do you know the answers to the questions, Karen? <laughs> I know we get asked this such a lot and it's, I love it. Do you know, it's a lot easier than you think. Mm. Um, so we have to be very specific to that company, uh, you know, and to that business. Mm-hmm. How, what, so I initially give a two week free trial to everybody. Now in that week, first week, it's about getting to know you mm. as the song goes. And we really do um, look at frequently asked questions, the onboarding materials. We have chats with the business, who's the head of customer service. What regular emails do you get? What questions do you get asked? And that's what it is is about. I always say to people, we're not experts in your business, but we will become experts in your customer. Mm. So we have a, a, a toolkit that quickly gets us to that point so we know the questions to ask I mean oh it's you know there's it's always organic we are we're always learning on the spot and even the business is learning on the spot Mm. um you know 
we do reports monthly and they're always amazed by, oh gosh, so that's our most popular question. <laughs> you know, they, they expect something else, but live chat can certainly bring up another dimension to that. Yeah, definitely. So have you been asked any really tricky or unusual questions? Um, yeah, we do get asked some quite bizarre ones. And it's and it's funny on live chat. Um, we had a the auction house, for instance, we get things like oriental carpet. Mm. And you've got to kind of assimilate, you've got to understand then. So the questions you would ask then is, are you looking for a valuation or are you looking for a condition report of an oriental carpet we're auctioning? You know, it could be either or. But yeah. once you kind of get that, yeah, they might just go, yes. And then you've got to identify again. <laughs> is it a valuation? Sort of break it down. Um, and it's just strange things like that. Um we do. I, d I did get um, a conversation the other day about rainbows and pies, <laughs> which was quite bizarre. And that there's a pie at the end of the rainbow. Um, and this was for a pie company we're, <laughs> we're uh, chatting for. Um, just great. We just say, yes, lovely. That sounds fantastic. And uh, I will search for that pie. <laughs> A golden pie, presumably. A, a golden pie. What could be better? <laughs> so what, what difference do you think having live chat, chat makes to a business? So live chat is one of the services we offer, but I, I absolutely believe it is crucial in the 21st century to have live chat or some written um, digital um, service for your clients or your customers going forward because they kind of expect it and they, they're usually on the go now people just want that either immediate or they want to have felt they've sent it and it's a speedy a speedy service and mm -hmm. what I mean by that is um, email yeah is still a big one don't you know that is still very important but things like live chat on your website or business whatsapp mm -hmm. um you know, these are ex uh, Facebook Messenger. These are not only good to promote your business, they're also um, good for people to contact you because this, these are the channels they're using all the time. Mm. These are what they're using in their uh, personal life. So it's easy for them to switch between and ask a question. And that question could be the difference of them using your service or not. Well, let's say your answer, your response could be the difference between them using you or not. Mm. Do you offer a, is it a 24-7 service, um, service that you offer? We do offer a 24-7 service. Most of our clients opt for the um, business hours, maybe extended business hours mm -hmm. model. And the reason for that is because uh, out of hours, we we do a lot uh, out of hours we offer a messenger bot mm. and that picks up what we call tickets so somebody would fill that in and they're advised we will get back to you within 24 hours yeah now that is usually the next morning or the early hours of that morning so it's usually around 8 a.m one of the team will pick up the tickets and do them all so there's that consistent level of um, customer service going on 24 hours now the reason I say that is because when we do the reports um, the reports highlight when 
um, a, one of our clients' customers are coming through. So when are they talking to them? When are the hot spots? When are, when are the most popular times? Mm. Now, if, say, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and I haven't come across that yet, um, then we would happily be on there chatting um, and covering that. But you do find that in, in the UK, and as we are UK-based, and all my clients are UK-based, um, it's usually just extended business hours mm -hmm. works well yeah and so what size is your team now it's not not just you is it Karen no oh gosh no <laughs> <laughs> um no I've grown yeah significantly actually so all in all you know the whole support network for live chat factory there's around 10 of us mm -hmm. um they're not all full-time and some people pop in and pop out but I have a core of four who are full-time and work with me um, solely on, you know, progressing website, delivering web, uh, deliver, sorry, delivering live chat factory, mm -hmm. and and progressing our service, making sure we're at the forefront of, you know, what we need to be, what we need, what do we need to know, what can we offer, what is of, of further value to our clients, you know, do they do they need to know this, what especially with reporting, we'll highlight trends, we tag chats. So as I say, they're, they're, they're always aware of what is going on with the um, customers. Um, we, we like to have that really close relationship. But the big word I would use here, Liz, is innovative. We mm. like to be innovative. And that's where we're all coming from. Everybody at the factory, we like to be, you know, at the cutting edge of what is happening in customer service. Let's raise the bar for live chat. Mm. Yeah, great. So let's have a chat about networking now then. So how do you mm -hmm. use networking for Live Chat Factory? So when I first started, I don't think I was very good at networking. <laughs> um, I probably didn't listen enough. I probably didn't utilise it enough. Uh, but I think you, you learn, don't you, after a time. Uh, to, well, for me, the changing point was thinking, what do I actually want to get out of this? Because mm. I got busier and I thought, I want to network, but I, I need, you know, I'm spending a lot of time networking and it's just seems very frivolous. Mm. So I had to kind of sit myself down and think, what do I want to get out of it? So I asked, did I want a support group? Did I want to sell my, basically sell my business to mm -hmm. people? Um, did I just want to promote my business? Did I just want to raise visibility or increase visibility for Live Chat Factory? So, you know, I thought, yeah, once I started thinking about it, that determined how I introduced myself to people. Um, and for me, it was, yes, there's an element of selling Live Chat Factory, but I wanted to have that support. Mm. I realised I, I appreciated the support. Um, so from that, um, I joined Hearts Chamber and I've realised about myself what I like. I like lots of information. I like lots while I'm networking. I like to learn something as mm. well. So the Hearts Chamber, they gave and they still give lots of free informative events, everything from um, looking at your carbon emissions to marketing to, to everything. So mm. I found that. That's been great for me. 
and also networking them with like-minded people and it also gives you something to talk about after the network you mm. know you can go up to some new one what did you think of that because sometimes it can be like the first day of school if you're doing a face-to-face can't it, it can be a little <laughs> bit oh a bit daunting uh so i found that really great for me uh net for biz that you know well mm-hmm. liz uh, again, David is a, a font of all knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been a, that's been really great for me and a lovely support. I got introduced by um, somebody I connected with uh, in MK Collaborate, Mandy Allen, and who has also been a great supporter of mine. Um, so I tend to do now look at events that I can learn something. So one of the things I would say to people is look at who you want to do business with or who you want to partner with. So, for instance, I look on LinkedIn now and I'm an avid user of LinkedIn. Mm. I'm constantly on LinkedIn in fits and starts and I add posts, a few posts a week, but I like to comment on other people's. But I also have joined like um, some industry professionals, so like customer service professionals that's relative to me, mm-hmm. the Metaverse Consortium, I'm very interested in technology. But then I look at the beauty industry and I'm part of their groups. Mm. I'm part of the auction house industry. I'm part of uh, the glazing and window film Mm. industry. I'm part of the care industry. These are my clients. So I want to find out what's happening in their world. But it's a great opportunity for me to see how I can approach them. So there Mm. is a little bit of the selling part of that as well. And I think that's that's really good if you can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what difference would you say that, that networking has made to your business? I think uh, networking has been the most important thing, to be honest, because um, some of my clients I've got from referrals from people who have decided well yeah Karen she knows what she's talking about Mm -hmm. she'll help you I mean and how lovely is that I so appreciate it equally if I can support somebody I will always um but it's it's an honor to be sort of singled out and 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 it's amazing how many people once they do get to know you will help you yeah but I think you have to you have to work out what it is first your your networking ideal is and yes. you know it is if it is support great say it out there you know I, I I want support I need support and I'm looking and and it will just happen organically it will happen normally people will understand what you do they'll get to know what you do and then they'll see how they can support you and how they can help you Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So finally, then, Karen, if people want to know more about you or about Live Chat Factory, what is the best place for them to find you? So the best place would be on LinkedIn and it would be um, so it's Karen Lever at Live Chat Factory or my email address is info at live chat factory dot live. Um, my number uh, which you can ring the office number is 01707 But before I go, at least, can I just tell you a quick story? Mm, please do. <laughs> right, okay. So I, when I started networking, I belonged to a group called Collaborate MK. And it was great because we were in a pandemic, so um, I couldn't 
go and visit mm. anyway. And I got I I went to Clubber at MK every week. It was a big group and I quite enjoyed it actually. Um so pandemic ended and I couldn't go to Clubber at MK anymore because you know it was too far. I live in Hertfordshire. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit too far for me. So one weekend I was in Borough Market in London with my sister and mm-hmm. her partner. And uh, I was trying on a um, kimono, a dressing gown kimono. Yeah. And this guy came up to me who was with a lady and went, that'd look good at MK Collaborate. <laughs> I was absolutely like, oh my gosh. And it was one of the guys uh, from MK Collaborate. And he said, I did check on LinkedIn that it was you. And it was stuff. And I was kind of like taken aback. I went, oh, so would you like it? And he went, yeah. <laughs> I bought the I bought the nightgown, uh, the dressing gown. <laughs> but have but, you been have you been to MK Collaborate in it though? <laughs> not yet, <laughs> not yet. I must do. I'll take it with me. <laughs> that's so brilliant. Just, yeah, <laughs> the power of networking. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great story. Well, thank you very much for being my guest this morning, Karen. And I I look forward to seeing you at a networking meeting soon. Absolutely, Liz, and it's been great. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.